Welcome to episode 128 of the No Clue Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Tyler. I'm Mike. Welcome. Uh, we got a lot to get into. Yes. Football, NFL uh, playoffs going. Um, it was a, you know, big weekend. Not too many surprises, though, I don't think, right? No, nothing was, like, crazy surprising. I mean, the Saints, yeah, yeah no, nothing crazy. You want to start there? Yeah, that was the game I missed. Okay. Unfortunately, so uh, tell tell me how it went down. Uh, I said last podcast I'll never bet against Brady, but yes, <laughs> this time Drew lost this one, man, and it's kind of sad because it is his last game. Uh, apparently, I don't like how he went out. Not play wise, I don't like that he just. Walked out and just waved to, to like one section of the, uh, you know, arena. His last game in that arena seems like they do something more special. But um, I didn't see after. Maybe they waited around for him. But uh, game-wise, the Buccaneers just look like who they've been, you know, all season. High they, highs and low lows. Yeah, they just, they weren't low. They were just, you know. They were middle. They went high and middle. And oh, okay. the defense was really the the highs for them. I think their offense was basic. You know, if Tom gets it at the 40, chances are he's going to score. You know, or at least get close to scoring. Um, yeah. And, you know, Drew just... <laughs> he put them on the 40 over and over again. Or put them at the goal line twice with the interceptions. Uh, you know, the first play of the game, first quarter, I thought the Buccaneers were going to get blown out because the Saints immediately with the returns, they had two returns that went all the way to the red zone. Um, one got called back, but, uh, the Buccaneers just looked off and then second quarter on the defense was just locking the Saints up, man. They had Michael Thomas on straight lockdown. Like, I forgot he played. That's impressive. It, it is. It is really impressive. Um, And and they go where? They play the Packers next? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one because their line is really good. I don't see Rodgers just, you know, taking a nap behind the line like he does now. A nap in the pocket. Yes. Like he did against the Rams. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, I'm excited for that one. I, the The Buccaneers look good. Tom looked good. I didn't see. I can't really think of any negatives for them, honestly. Man, I feel bad for the Saints, dude. Hey, that's, I got a hot take about the Saints coming up later. That's just tough, man. I I just don't know how they transition now. Like, well, I, don't, I don't think they're going to fall off and, and be, a like, a really bad team. But it, yeah. they're, like, they're taking a significant step back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know, man. Sean, like, they, they have a good structure, so I'm not too, too upset about it. Right. I oh, mean, four, four heartbreaking years in a row. 
Yeah. I mean, this wasn't like a last possession game, but like uh, Drew's last game is interception filled. Like, when was the last time you watched Drew Brees and he was just tossing picks? It's been a while. I know. Very rare. Yeah, it's tough, man. I feel bad for him. Yeah. All right. Next game. What game? Where do you want to go? Let's talk. Let's stay in the NFC. Packers, Rams. Okay. Man, this was this was one of the most one-sided games I've seen in a while. It was, man. The Rams... I'm, and I'm not a fan of either of these teams, and I kind of went with the underdog in the with the Rams. They let me down, man, big time. They looked terrible. You know what's funny? This game for them was so bad because Goff was the one, probably the one who didn't disappoint. Yeah. Like I thought Goff played pretty well considering how they were getting just destroyed. Yeah. But man, the defense goes from making Russell Wilson look awful to literally, I questioned why Aaron Rodgers had protective gear on. <laughs> I was like, why, why is he wearing a helmet? He's not going to get hit. <laughs> I told you, man, that that offensive line is insane. I don't it's... understand. I, I don't think I've ever seen it in my life. A quarterback get that much time. And they're missing a top three lineman. And he's, just, I mean, he's so relaxed. Like, he doesn't even, he has no worry. And for yes. after the game, he said, I didn't even get touched. It's, That's, yeah, exactly. Like, to even say that, the audacity to say that, he was sh- really he was felt ju- comfortable. He was probably just as shocked as we were. Yeah. <laughs> he probably let, like, once the second half got going and he's still not getting pressure, just dotting them up. Yeah. He, he was probably just shocked. And then the few good plays the Rams defense had, they threw him away with um penalties. Yeah. It and just, Donald almost cost I mean Yes. You know, that that play, you know, him grabbing the dude's face mask was like a big turning point in the game. Like Yes. Key moment early on, I think. It set the Packers on like a you know, a treadmill to the end of the game. Yeah. I just didn't expect this considering how great they were against the Seahawks. Yeah. I mean the defense, you know, the Seahawks aren't as aren't as kind of all around dynamic as the Packers are. Yeah. But the Seahawks could put up points. Yeah. And they just looked awful. Like the Rams were strapping everything they were doing. Yeah. And then I'm watching like the by the second quarter I'm like this looks like a different team. Yeah, it did look like a different team. That that was surprising to me, man. I I, I didn't really expect that. I don't think I, I think everybody was pretty surprised because you know that was the one thing. The crazy thing is, they were people were confident in the defense playing well, and they weren't confident in Goff. And it was the opposite to me. I think Goff played great. Yeah, as good as he you know yeah. was gonna play. I think he could have had a couple more long balls, but you know coming off the thumb injury, I get it. Yeah, and it's hard to throw with a broken thumb, man. It is. It is. I've played. I've played. You know, basketball with a broken thumb. It it it's, messes you up. It does. It does for a while too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Um, next round is gonna be. It's gonna be a fun game. Fun yeah, game. I mean, I just. You know, I was. Uh, I was afraid, and we both kind of were on the same page. I was afraid that the Packers would, you know, fold like they do. Yeah. Uh. 
and I'm hoping we weren't a week off with that prediction. Because now that they're here, I want them to play well. Yeah. Like, I want this to be a battle. I, I, I'm going to be furious if one of these teams just just stinks it up this weekend. The, the Packers, it, to me, this game looked like the Rams lost it more than the Packers won it, in my opinion. Because it just everything looked easy for the Packers. Exactly, yeah. There was no, there was no like, big plays. It was just like, okay, you know, there it is. Wide open. He's wide open. You know, he got time. It's just whatever. It just seemed very easy. So hopefully yeah. the... And Jones, uh, Aaron Jones was just breaking, like, wide open runs. Yeah, he was. No way that happens against Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yep. All right. Next one. Where are you going to want to go? Ravens, Bills? Yeah. This was disappointing, man. Oh, dude. <laughs> good, good word, yes. <laughs> this was just a... Uh... This really killed my mood, the whole, like, for a good portion of the weekend. Me too. And this was just a fat L. They yes, just all... Was. The whole team has to hold this L, yes, honestly. Yes, And I, I really Harbaugh. hate... I hate that Lamar is getting like the the most blame for this. Me too. Because uh, I mean, I hate to say it, but we're four. This is the fourth playoff game where my first reaction is, "Why are the Ravens coming out flat?" Yeah. Like I just don't understand how can they not get like psyched and pumped for playoff games? It's weird. They don't get psyched and pumped, and it's like they just turning. They turn into a completely different team. It's like they get scared. Um, uh, you know, they throw to Hollywood Brown. You know, and so I was born in Hollywood, Florida, so that's my homeboy. They throw it to him all season long, and then like forget he's on the team when it comes to the playoffs. And then the two times they threw it to him were like the longest passes of the game, two of the biggest plays of the game, and then they he just disappeared again. Yeah, it's just like he gets a nice play, and then he's yeah, like he's not involved at all. Yeah, and, and the whole season, he make he's their big play guy. Uh, he's you know turned Hollywood into a two meaning nickname. Yeah. And, and now you know they, the runs looked terrible. Uh, Lamar didn't get any room. I gotta be honest, man. This team has not looked the same. Uh, running the ball without Mark Ingram. I agree. Like and he they, was hurt this year? Yeah. Yeah. And it, I just think that, like, he was... They don't really have physicality when they run the ball anymore. They don't have physicality, you're right. Uh, and it's kind of... It's making them a little bit more predictable. Yeah. And, and, like, while I, I blame, you know, everybody, the defense was kind of... The defense was good. The defense is probably the only aspect that doesn't deserve... Uh, blame for this. Yeah, I think the defense is really good. Um, but we know that with Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And, and while you know Harbaugh could get some blame, uh, the kick Tucker definitely gets some blame. Oh my God, Tucker! Uh, but but Tucker. Before I get to Lamar, last point. Um, the the real MVP of this game, the real defensive MVP, was the wind. I I'd yeah. never seen a game where the wind like literally messed up everybody playing. Yeah, it did. Uh, the kicks looked really off. Even the ones he like the one he made looked bad. 
he just snuck it in there. Yeah, Josh Allen was missing everything way too strong. Yeah. Uh, he really didn't play well. If if the Bills had lost this game, he would have been taking a lot of heat for that. I know, and they're acting like because they still won that it was his doing. It really yeah, wasn't. Yeah, I mean he, you know, he fed Diggs as much as he could. Yeah. Uh, which is a good good kind of way to get through a bad game. Yeah. But man, the wind was bad. Yeah. It was just impossible to do anything through the air. Yeah, but Lamar Jackson ultimately he sold the game. He did, man. His last his last couple of plays were just really bad, really, really, really bad. I'm not mad at the one he got hurt because he couldn't like that snap was just way too high. It was. He it was wasn't getting that. Completely broken down play. Yeah, like I don't, I can't really blame him for that. Yep. But that that interception was. I mean, I don't think this is a hot take. It was the worst throw of the season. <laughs> no, it's not a hot take at all. And I watched a lot of Carson Wentz. Just want to make that clear. Oh, of the entire NFL? Of the entire <laughs> NFL year. Okay. Uh, it just there's yeah. so there's so many things about that throw that I was I was like shocked. Yeah. Like you you said you asked in the beginning if there were any like sh- huge surprises. That yeah. throw blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. It blew my mind. And, like, I didn't need replay to, to blow my mind because I could tell there was nothing there. Right. As soon as, like, as soon as I saw the trajectory of the ball, I'm like, yo, did he just throw it to the Bills? And <laughs> long behold, the guy's running down the other way. Yeah. I mean, dude, and this is this goes back to what you mentioned with Hollywood Brown Every time Lamar gets stressed out, he only wants to throw at the tight ends. That's true, yeah. Like, and he looked, that throw looked like Mark Andrews is my best guy. We're, we're in a tough spot. We need, like, this is a huge drive. Yep. Regardless of what I see, I'm going to my best guy. Mm-hmm. The, the, this is what you get. Yep. It was an awful throw. I mean, if if that guy didn't pick it, the guy guarding Mark Andrews would have definitely got a hand on it. Yeah. It it was just such an awful decision, man. It was. It, it, it shocked me that he somehow looked at that and said, yeah, I'm going to make it happen. Right. And like I said, just that throw, man. It's tough, man. He just hasn't made progressions as a passer to me. You know, it's like one minute you think he has, like he'll – He'll show you that he might have, yeah. and then you know the next game when he really needs to use it, he doesn't have it. It's like when he doesn't need it, all of a sudden he's showing you something you didn't see before, and then yeah. you know when he needs it, it's nowhere to be found. It's bad. It's bad. Huh? And last year he did make a leap from the year before because yes, he was but looking he hasn't Hollywood made Brown a leap up. from two to three. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I think, I just think the Ravens, like, haven't helped him to me. Have not? No, because it's almost like they just, they force him to throw. Yeah. Or even Either they're losing and he has to throw, or just because, like, we need to be balanced, you gotta throw it. I agree. I just, there wasn't I don't think enough... the organization has helped him either as far as the team building. Yeah. 
as soon as they lost Mark Ingram, they should have went and got another elite running back, or at least semi-elite, even if they're on their way out, kind of running, like an actual threat. The thing is, what happens to me with the Ravens, and don't get me wrong, they have good players, but a lot of times it looks like Lamar is the only threat on the team. And he's the quarterback, and he can only do so much. Like, they they act like they're Seattle, where it's like Russell Wilson or bust. Yeah. Uh, And they're not. And he's not Russell. Like even Seattle, you know, has a good running back. Like, like you got other weapons. Why not? Why not include them more? Why not include them consistently? Yeah. Like, why? Why does Hollywood Brown only run touchdown plays? <laughs> I know. Yeah, you're right. He's only the long ball, and there's no other play for him. No other play. Mark Andrews gets everything. He does. Mark Andrews gets the slants. He gets the like the, just the run down the fields. He gets the uh, the curls, everything. And he's not that great of a tight end. It's not like he's <laughs> Jeremy he's Shockey good. or something. <laughs> no, no, no. He's not that good. But he's a good tight end. He, yeah, he's good. But I'm saying they use him like he's they lose. Yeah, they use him like he's Travis Kelsey. Yeah. So it's like he's not someone like that. He's not someone that's gonna at the end of the game you say they won this because of him. That's yeah. the problem. He doesn't have anyone like that. And, and he's... We talk about the best quarterbacks in the league. And he's up there mentioned with these other guys. And he has probably the least amount of elite threats of all of them. Yeah. He doesn't have a Diggs. He doesn't have a Hill or Kelsey. He doesn't have a Zeke. He doesn't have anything. Yeah. I, I, I'm not really sold on their uh, new running back. Um, can't remember the name, but I, I, I'm not sure, but I, I don't really like he's, he looks decent, but he doesn't like, you know, impress me and make me notice him. No, no. And, and that's the thing. Lamar just doesn't have any of that. And the only person you always remember is Hollywood. And it's like he, Lamar is making Hollywood. Yeah. And not the other way around. Cause these other guys we're talking about, other than Mahomes, I would argue the guys that are in Lamar's class, this younger class, the receivers are help making the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Hopkins and um and and uh, Watson at one point. Uh, you got Diggs now and Allen. Even Michael Thomas with Drew Brees. Yeah, Michael Thomas was. You know, making Drew Brees the rest of Drew Brees' career worth yep. watching. Uh, so, I would like for him to get that. I think he's gonna have some options this offseason. We're gonna get into that later, but uh, we'll see, man. I, I I think the Ravens organization needs to make a decision to help him out with some more pieces. Because you look at these other teams, this look like they have all star teams. These other teams. Yeah, and it's like you look at the Ravens, and it's all on Lamar's shoulders. And if Lamar doesn't show up, the you know they might as well forfeit the game. Yeah, I, I would honestly, I would break the bank for a vicious offensive line if I was them. Yeah, that too. Uh, because you know I think it's easier to kind of just stay committed to what they are, mm-hmm. as opposed to like force trying to be you know more like these other top tier teams. 
Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Because I think there's a path for them to win. Uh, It's just, like, Lamar needs slight improvements, and and kind of other aspects of the team need slight improvements. Yeah. Uh, But they're right there. They are right there. I'm with you. I'd break the bank on an offensive line. I'd get Lamar just one weapon that the defense has to maybe double team sometimes. Yeah. The defense just has to chill and just, you know, hope Lamar doesn't run. Because it looks like, like you said, only the tight ends really get open. Yeah, you just, you can't win. You know, it's it's the same in in the playoffs in basketball. You can't win when you got, you play through exclusively one guy. Yeah. You just, it's not, teams are going to figure it out. Even the, even the bad defensive teams figure it out. Yeah. So I just I hope they make the adjustments they need to make. Yeah, me too. All right, last game. Do we need to say much? I just I just want the Browns to stay hungry, man. I, I this this was a good year for them. It was a good year. I'm not really mad that they sold this game. Uh, you know, they had an opportunity to take it and they didn't. Like they completely whiffed. Yeah, uh, but again, you know, first time in the playoffs in forever. Baker's just settling into being a good quarterback. I I'm still not sure if he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they are they are settling as a roster and getting very comfortable with each other. Yeah, and and for the first time in the last like five six games, they have good chemistry. Yep. You know, and I'm just happy to see that they're like a respectable team. Yeah. Yeah, they're close. They're close. I got nothing for the Chiefs. I mean, you know, Mahomes got hurt. It was it was a very weird kind of injury, but yeah, he got uh, like... it was a weird weird head. Like I don't even know. It was a concussion. I think. Yeah, it was. It was. Okay. They it won't was like say it, weird... but it was. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird reaction to it, and. I don't know. I think, He's playing this uh, this upcoming weekend, so I'm not concerned for them. Yeah, me either. You know, I, th- I think his the oxygen got cut off when his neck bent like that. Yeah. Cause, and I've never seen someone get tackled by their neck like that. By the way, I was surprised there was no flag, but it it was ugly. But the backup came in and looked great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chad Henney looked good, man. He made some great plays. Yo, that first drive, I was like, yo, has he been playing this whole time? Like, what is happening? <laughs> right. And the thing is, he's he's a vet. It's not like yes. they brought in some scrub. Yes. You know, he's a 12-year, 13-year guy. Speaking of, I forgot to mention, speaking of scrubs, the Ravens brought in not RG3, who's been around for years. Yeah. Literally a, a Lamar clone. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was hilarious to me. I stopped watching after that. Yeah, I watched I, him for two drives. I was like, he's literally playing exactly like Lamar Jackson. I watched him for two downs. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. This is it. I'm done with this. It looked bad, yeah. But <laughs> Yeah. I just, yo, Andy Reid is, he's the best coach in the league right now. No question. Yeah, well, you know. The Chiefs are tough because we can. They're tough because what can't you say they're the best at in the league? Yeah, what they really could do it all. You could argue they got the best receiver in the league. They got the best quarterback, best tight end, best coach, best defense. 
They're crazy, man. Yeah. They're insane. They look amazing. We're, we're witnessing history with this team, by the way. Whether they win or not this year, just this, this team is going to be like a legendary team. 100%. Has to be. 100%. I think if Josh Allen does what he just did, you know, maybe whether it's weather or just him playing poorly, yeah, it's, it's going to be a, a short game, I'll tell you right now. Listen, man, I'm not sold on Josh Allen at all. Because I, I think if you stop Diggs, you stop the whole team. The game's over. And, and you know, if if the Buccaneers, if someone like the Buccaneers, what they did to Michael Thomas, if they do that to Diggs, oh, Bills don't have a chance. 45-7? to seven. Yeah. Some, something around there? Yes. And, and, you know, Diggs will get, he'll get loose because he's a great player. But... If they if you shut him down for the most part, Allen has a really rough time if Diggs isn't open. Yeah, he did against or, the Ravens. Or if he can't like run to his right. Yeah, yeah, and, and the Ravens showed that the few yeah. times in the beginning they were shutting Diggs down, and Allen was flustered. Man, he was like, "Oh, what?" Are, he looked like, "What am I gonna do? I can't. I don't see Stefan anywhere." And then, you know. They figured it out, and we see yeah, what happened. Yeah, I'm starting to get a little concerned with, with Allen as a passer. Yeah. Uh, but I'll let him slide until, you know, at least the end of the year for them. And even some of those long throws, even if it was the win, he was forcing to Diggs. Yes, he was. He's like, either Diggs is catching this or, is you know, we going the other way. Cause yeah, man, he, he didn't – he should have fed, like, Beasley a little bit more. Like, he has these these sneaky, underrated, you know, other weapons. Beasley's a great player. And he just doesn't really use them. But that's the problem. They're only underrated to him. We know – I mean, everyone knows Beasley's a beast. But, like I said, if you shut Diggs down, it's like you might as well not play – the Bills might as well not even play. We'll see. We'll see what they, uh, what the Chiefs do. We'll see if the defense can hold up for the Bills. What's the score of this game, you think? I don't think it's going to be a good game. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go 35-21. 35-21? Okay. Yeah, a lot I'm of cool touchdowns. I'll second that. I'll second that. What about Packers-Bucks? <sighs> That's tough, man. I... I'm picking the Packers on this one. I'm going to doubt Brady one more time. Okay. Just just because, even though, again, I'll probably be wrong, and I'll come on here next week and be like, yo, this is back-to-back L's for me with, with picking against Tom. I got to stop. No, I mean, with, with Rodgers, it's safe, though. It's safe. It's safer with Rodgers than it was with Breeze to me. Yeah, I, I just need to see Rodgers in at least one more Super Bowl. He's taking an L in the Super Bowl, though. Uh, dude, I... <laughs> I don't know. I think the other 31 teams woke up to start the year and said, we're going to take an L in the Super Bowl <laughs> if we get there. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well. We'll see. I, I'll, I'll stick with Tom. I'll say a uh, close one, though. I'll say only seven or three difference. Yeah, one somewhere in the uh, – I don't think anybody will go crazy this game. I think it'll be maybe 20s, maybe even a – like a teens kind of game. If if the Buccaneers don't get past twenty seven, past no, it's past twenty one. Packers are gonna win. I think they're gonna need to score against the Packers. Rodgers is gonna get something. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious if they'll shut down uh, Devontae Adams because that was the one thing the Rams did well. Yeah, it was. Uh, so, well, except the uh, the touchdown. But but they also got um, – the Bucks got Sue, right? Yeah. He coming for Rodgers. He coming yeah, for Yeah, hey, Rodgers better, better be come ready to play. None of that, like, you know, I'm going to start out flat and then just quit. They've been talking trash, too, because uh, – he pushed Rodgers down that time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. He's going to get to him at least once. Rodgers isn't going to be just chilling back there this time for sure. Um. All right. So uh, I played the intro song as a – to pay respect to Philip Rivers, who announced his retirement. Uh, Drew Brees, as we just mentioned, looks like he's retiring – I'm not sure if he formally announced it, but uh, the team made it seem like that. His wife said he was playing with, like, seven injuries. <laughs> she said, like, he had a broken toe, broken rib still, uh, patella injuries, something else. She said a whole bunch of stuff he was playing with, and he was ready to stop. So it looks like he's probably retiring. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of coach coaches being changed. GMs being changed. And, you know, I think we're going to have a lot of new faces on new teams next season. And uh, some of the names that I've heard so far, it looks like Matt Stafford is going to be moved. Matt Ryan might be moved. We know Carson Wentz is getting moved. Deshaun Watson is pulling the James Harden. Or Anthony Davis, whatever way you want to look at it. Maybe maybe it is Houston, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's sick of Houston. Um, and I believe... Oh, and Cam Newton might be moved. Not sure yet, but... I, I don't think... Yeah, Cam is, an, is definitely a maybe. Mm-hmm. And I also think Carson Wentz is a maybe. Because firing Doug Peterson uh, was kind of a... We're, you know, we're not ready to give up on you, at least. But he he's not starting. He said if he's not starting, he's out of there. We'll see. I'm. I, I don't know, man. I'm just not ready to. I don't. I don't. I don't think Philly will just throw him away like that. Mm. I don't think he was just. Away. I don't think he was just Doug Peterson that was, you know, defending him and and playing him too long. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh. But, you know, teams would rather trade somebody than let keep them when they're not happy, though, most of the time. That's a good point. Uh, so, what's your dream place for Wentz? If, if Wentz does get traded, what would you like? Hmm. I'm, I'm hearing Colts. I'm hearing the Lions for Stafford. I'm hearing uh, the Dolphins. There, you know, I just I'll I'll mention a couple places that I think are dream landings for pretty much any quarterback. Washington also. Uh, the Colts are for sure one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 49ers are one of them. Mm-hmm. Those those are the two locks I think. So out of the four, who would you want on the Colts the most? Well, out of the five, is Cam, Stafford, Ryan, Wentz, and uh, Watson. I think Stafford, to be honest. I like that, too. Uh, I think Stafford, 
he's he's like he's he's very he's better than people think i think mm-hmm. uh I, I don't know if he's quite underrated but like he's he's a he's a carry the offense guy and he can be that guy mm-hmm. but the why the colts are such a dream landing is because he doesn't have to be yeah and i think stafford has had to force plays in his whole career yeah and now he, we finally get a chance to see if, you know, is he a gunslinger or can he just be a good quarterback? Mm-hmm. And he's impressed me a lot more often than he hasn't, so I think he he would do good in Indianapolis. I like that, too. I like that, too. I tell you what, if Watson goes to the Saints, straight to the Super Bowl. No stopping. I don't care who else. I don't care who else gets traded. Yeah. If, if Watson is on the Saints, they're going straight waltzing to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Easily. I mean the Saints are kind of a dream landing for a lot of guys. Yeah, they would be nuts if they got Watson. I know they're going to try, but you know they got to. I kind of hope they just rock with Taysom Hill. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting, and I know that um, a lot of people hope that, but. You know, they are a destination where a lot of these other quarterbacks, you know, I named everybody I named are really good quarterbacks, uh, are looking to be somewhere they can win. So, you know. Yeah, I, I think I would like Matt Ryan on the 49ers. I would like that too. I think he, he gives them stability. He's, he's also a guy, he's not quite the big play guy that Stafford is, but like he, he could put up numbers. Yeah. And the, and he's also a guy who, you know, he doesn't seem like he's healthy, but he really doesn't get hurt very often. <laughs> and he doesn't it, seem like he's healthy while you say that? I don't know. He just looks frail. Like, he doesn't really look, you know, tough. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't really ever, not very mobile. You know, yeah. you would think anytime he takes punishment, he would get hurt. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't, man. And, I mean, that's really all the 49ers need. They just need somebody who could play 16 games. Yep. At this point, I, w- I think I would also, I would be interested in Wentz on the 49ers. I think it would be kind of a change for them, someone who thro- throws like he does. But uh, I think it would be a nice shakeup for them. Um, what about Washington? Mm. Anybody? Washington needs a playmaker. I, I would, I wouldn't mind Wentz in Washington, to be honest. Yeah, that would be good. I would like I don't that. want him. I don't want him in these dream landings. You don't want him anywhere yeah. good. Yeah, because <laughs> dude, you don't get to play like dog shit and then be like, "Yo, I hate it here. Like, I'm trying to leave. I'm going to the Saints." <laughs> yeah, yeah, like what I is know, that? You, you don't get to do that. I, I think go to Washington so we can see if you're a really you're a real quarterback or not. Yeah, a team relatively uh, comparable to the Eagles. But I think they're a, an upgrade in a lot of ways. Yeah, they are. They are, but not, you know, not like the other teams that we mentioned. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. for sure. All right. Uh, you think Odell's getting traded? <sighs> Honestly, no. No? Okay. I think they'll overpay him for a little while. I think uh, they're going to – I think they're going to try to force him back in there, man. But now that they're – now that they're a proven good team, now the pressure is on Odell to take a step back. Yeah, it is. 
I think like he now got, you don't got to be a star. You just need to contribute. He got um, at least a few games on there before they make a decision. Uh, right. I'd get. I'll give him to probably next season, and he might be. He might be gone. Yeah. Uh, last thing, Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. To me, yeah. Okay. I know he didn't really have the playoff success, but I mean, he was he was working a lot of good or teams, man. He was. Bro, he a lot of people forget like he used to torch uh certain teams, like certain contenders. Yeah. Uh he would like I remember him and Tom Brady would have battles even though like Tom Brady's teams were much better most of the time. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, but him and Tom Brady would go at it. I remember watching him and Peyton Manning have a couple battles. Mm-hmm. Uh, he to me he is. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be he's a tough. Definitely decision. not a lock. He's not a lock for sure. Yeah, he may catch it on a low year, on a light year of inductees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you know I think about it. He was eight for, I think eighteen years in the league. He was eight time Pro Bowl. You know, and you got to be top six quarterbacks in the league. Only six quarterbacks make it, right? Right. So, and you really got to be top three in your, you know, on your side. So, I mean, that that's really good. It, he had the consistency. It's going to be tough. I don't know. It, I think he, that's one of the hardest it, questions. See, this that's the weird thing because he had, he had consistency, but it wasn't Drew Brees' consistency. Right, he wasn't consistently top six. But he also wasn't like Eli Manning, where it was good quarterback and like not even a quarterback at some days. Right. Until at least later in his career. Right. All right, let's move on to NBA. Oh, real quick. uh, Dude, Haskins to the Steelers has got to be a joke. Why? Could there be a worse landing spot for an immature guy right now than the Pittsburgh Steelers? The team full of immature acts that keep (laughs) getting more and more, huh? Yeah, exactly. They lose two, get two more. (laughs) Exactly. That that was I was shocked by that. I like him there though. I like him there. Ben's probably gonna retire too, by the way. He gets a chance to go. I I hope he makes the most of it. Ben got one more year, probably. (laughs) He's you know, he might play another year. I don't know if he got one more year. Right. Yeah. I, th- I think he'll play one more and that's it. <laughs> yeah. He really should he really should retire and let them let them get Watson. They're yes. going straight to the Super Bowl too if they get Watson to me. Um well, you know, at least to the championship. Um I wouldn't mind Cam Newton there. Hmm. That'd be interesting. That'd be cool, I think. Cam with Tom would be interesting. But Yeah. <laughs> That's, I think that's almost as bad as Haskins, Loki. Hey, I you mean, might Cam, as well you might as well commit all the way. <laughs> I mean, Cam isn't you know he's not immature, but the, I don't I don't like the fashion show in Pittsburgh. <laughs> he doesn't do raise your level of maturity. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, okay, so last night we saw. Well, the newly formed big three for the first time. Yes. Tuesday. What, what's today? Today's Thursday. Wednesday night. We saw the first look. 
of the newest big three in the league. Yes, um, uh, Colin Sexton, Chetty Osman, and Jared <laughs> Allen. <laughs> oh man, oh, I had to throw God. it in there. It was, it, it was just the setup was too good. Sexton was on fire. <laughs> he gave everyone on the team a bucket. Like I watched the highlights, just his highlights, and just everybody who guarded him got took. And he was just struggling to get good shots and just hitting anyway. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was just in the zone, man. He he was great. Sports Center showed a clip where Sexton blew by each of the big three yeah. on the same possession. Yeah, he got the rebound, came inside out, Harden, Harden's gone. Then he did oh. a little hesitation cross, Kyrie's gone, and laid it up on Durant. <laughs> Yo, he was dude. He was getting layups. Like this is this is my thing. Like he's, I don't mind if he gets buckets. But yo, you're letting him get. He's barely. He's not even six feet tall. He was working them, man. Straight working. Forty. Shout out to all the, shout out to all the small small guards. By the way, the NBA is having like a small guard resurgence. It is. Yeah. Uh, but man, how? What did you think? I only watched the the two overtimes. Well, <laughs> so I got to see the prime Sexton time. Well, th- this is this is my thing. The Nets, if they're gonna play three hundred thirteen every night, they're not gonna win a lot of games. That's all I got to say, man. They played. They basically played three on however many guys played on the Cavs. Eight, nine, three on nine, and. It was terrible. The thing is, and I said on this, they're going to break records as a, you know, teammate records, like points teammates have, assists teammates have, just stats that teammates have. They're going to break records like that. They're probably all going to get 40 in one game. It's going to be like the most first time three players on the same team got 40. But the thing is, okay, you only go seven deep on your bench. Or, I'm sorry, one, two, three, eight deep. And in a double overtime game? How do you only go eight deep? How is that even possible? <laughs> uh, not like Durant is coming off an Achilles tear, by the way. Right. Not like Harden's out of shape, by the way. Literally gaining and losing weight from game to game. Yeah, not like Kyrie. Kyrie just needed, he just took a pause. Games. Yeah, just had a you know mid-season break. Uh, man, listen, Joe Harris, forty minutes, six points. TLC and uh, Reggie Perry and Bruce Brown combined for four points, and a total of twenty-eight minutes from the three of them. It's not gonna cut it. And I I talked about this before. Last season with the 76ers. The East, you need a good bench in the East. These good teams, even Toronto, Miami, um, we're talking about like the, the teams that we deemed contenders last year. Uh, Toronto, Miami, Milwaukee, Boston, they got these elite guys coming off the bench. Boston could use some more, We and we talk about that all, all the time. But, but, but Milwaukee's Boston, bench like, could plays be... plays well. Huh? 
Like, Boston's second unit still finds ways to play well. They do. And can play independent of the first five. Exactly. And Philly now has got their bench. It's fire. It yep. looks fire. Yep. Um, even Indiana's bench is nice. <clears throat> Orlando's bench is nice. Terrence Ross would be the best player off the bench on the Nets. Yep. Um, obviously, Cleveland's bench is nice. <laughs> uh, Brooklyn learned last night. The Hawks' bench is great. Uh, the Knicks' bench looks pretty good this year. Hornets. I don't even need to keep going. You're reaching on the Knicks, but I'm with you on everybody else. Uh, Knicks bench been playing good this year. Eh, You see, I'll give you that. They've been playing good. I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Charlotte's bench is nice. Yep. Pretty much every bench except for the Wizards and the Pistons is fire. And Rose is still. I mean, he's coming off the bench. He'd be the best player off the bench on the Nets. Detroit sometimes. uh, Detroit, with the exception of Grant, their bench sometimes looks better than their starters. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But. So, you got the Nets who are just not going to play with the bench at all, apparently, this season. Against a team that has the worst offense in the NBA. It, it just, it, it doesn't look good. I don't know how they're going to win doing that. Um, I think there are going to be some games they just blow teams out. Because Harris didn't really shoot that well. Harris makes, you know, four threes in a game. Four more threes than he made this game they might blow the cleveland out you know and then we we look at the two most clutch players in the nba kyrie irving and kevin durant and they both had chances to win the game and blew them kyrie elbowed sexton in the jaw on one of them yeah at the end of regulation i think yeah so they had to pull it back and then um durant had the had the shot the turnaround three from the corner wasn't a good shot, but hey, I know I could pass as someone who could hit the shot. The you know clutch factor. They were terrible, man. Honestly, Harden looked terrible. I don't care what his numbers look like. He does that, and we know what he does. He looks bad doing it. They were fouling everybody. They played no defense. Every time someone went past him, they just fouled him. That's Kyrie my thing. That that's where that's my first concern. Defense defense forget forget the depth because like you said i got kd can you know run the offense even though nobody's moving Harden, Kyrie could do at times yeah we're gonna score even if we can't execute offense well we're gonna score yep but yo just because the warriors could use durant at center and get away with it defensively the Warriors had like three defense, borderline defensive Hall of Famers playing alongside Durant. Yeah, the defensive, perennial defensive player of the year, uh, you know, candidate. Yeah, and then you got Clay, Iguodala, like Draymond. To me, all those guys are just like all lethal defense. defensively. Yeah. Now, now Durant is playing center, or Jeff Green. Okay, that's I'm not even gonna talk about that. Who are you gonna stop? Who are you going to stop? Two all-star centers on the Cavs, by the way. Allen and Drummond. And it's like, what's crazy is these guys' matchups are the ones who dominated. The other point guard dominated. The other small forward dominated. Yeah. Like, the big men dominated. Why? Because you don't have anything for them. Yeah. 
and, and it just looks so bad. Like th- these shootouts, it's fine in the regular season. That's that that'll get you through, no problem. Yeah. But when when it looks awful in the playoffs and you're letting Drew Holiday get 25, you let Middleton eat. It doesn't matter if Greek Freak is missing free throws. It won't. Yeah. You know, if you're letting, you know, if Kemba Walker and and you're letting like Daniel Tice score and Marcus Smart is cooking, it doesn't matter if Jason Tatum like can't play team basketball. Mm-hmm. You not being able to get stops. You're not even going to get a chance to expose the other team's flaws. Right. And that's what they look like to me right now. It's just everybody's just dribble driving them to death. And they're not going to have mismatches on every team. Right. I don't, on Boston, they don't have a mismatch. Yes. Boston's built to guard them. They kind of are. They're kind of perfectly made for them, to be yes. honest. Um, the thing is, even last night, Cleveland only went eight deep, but... All three of their eight players, all three of their bench players play more minutes than the three bench players on the Nets combined. Yeah. I mean, and Jared Allen gave him 12 and 11, his former team. Shout out to that. Drummond 13 and 7. It's like, if you can't do anything with the bigs, holding Drummond to seven rebounds was impressive. But the rest of his, I mean, Jared Allen was eating. But to me, if you're letting Colin Sexton eat, Everybody else on the roster shouldn't eat. Right. That, like, Chetty Osman gets, what What do you get, 25? Yeah. That is that is inexcusable. You're letting, like, two guys who I've never seen just just go get buckets. And Larry Nance had, like, a stuffed stat sheet on them. 15, 8, 5, and 4 steals. Just, you're, He's like, working. literally... Cleveland, who doesn't know what they are, doesn't know who they're going to play on any given night, no culture, no stability, no consistency. They look like they have it all figured out against you. And they're missing three starters. Exactly. They're missing Garland, Love, and I know JaVale McGee starts sometimes, and Porter is coming back from his issues. You know, they're missing key players for them. It still worked. The Nets. I don't care if it was a double overtime. They got worked. Yeah, I, I, I don't think Porter's coming back, by the way. Last I think overtime? they're huh? getting rid of him. I think Porter's going to be gone. Yeah, he is. He is. He's yeah. going to get traded. But I'm just saying he's a really solid rotation piece that they normally yeah. do have. Yep. And they didn't need him. They didn't need anybody. But Dodgson and Torian Prince that the Nets just threw in the trash. Yeah, and he, of course, played well, by the way. Yeah, he did. Yep. But anyway, like, it's just, you're not beating, forget, you know, Miami, who just came out the East. Forget Boston, who's been close every year to coming out the East. You can't beat Cleveland. You're not beating Milwaukee in the playoffs playing like this? No way. No. Milwaukee's going to look unstoppable against you if this keeps up. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yep. They'd have a hard time against the Bulls, how they played yesterday. <laughs> it's just funny to me, man. It's They're doing exactly what I thought. Which like, is, they're all great players. They're going to eat. But there's no... Nobody's changing their game. You're just playing king of the court every time down court? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. You know, these guys really think, like, yo, we'll just run pick and rolls. We all get buckets. 
we'll make it happen. Yeah. But now you throw away your depth. Now not only do your stars have to carry you on offense and they got a guard. Yeah. I can tell you right now, if you expect Kyrie Irving to get 38 on, on you know, consistently or 30 plus or 25 plus, he's getting cooked by his matchup. Oh, for sure. Every night. I don't care who it is. <laughs> for sure. Lonzo Ball will have a good offensive game against him. Yeah. Charlotte is kind of built to defend them, too. They'd probably work the I mean, last time played yesterday. Last time we saw Kyrie in meaningful games, he was getting worked by Eric Bledsoe and George Hill. <laughs> yeah. Last time, Eric Bledsoe hasn't had a good playoff series since, by the way. No. Nope. Scary Terry would work them. If Colin Sexton Easy. gets 42, Easy. Terry might go crazy. Might break a record on them. And I, I know, like, Colin Sexton, like I said, couldn't get good shots, but he looked so comfortable. He did. 20 straight? Yeah. You go to overtime and he gets 20 straight points? Yeah. I, I never want to hear Brooklyn and defense in the same sentence. <laughs> I agree. It's bad, man. I feel bad because I like how Durant is playing. He's the only one I'm. I like what I'm seeing from him. Yeah, I I would like what I was seeing from him on a different team. <laughs> yeah. I don't like what I'm seeing from him on the Nets though. Yeah, but he's defensively he's washed. He is, but even offensively, it. I, I don't. I'm trying to say it without sounding like a hater again. I know I always sound like a Durant hater. But the thing is, for me, I don't like when Durant has to be off the ball to have a good game. Because I know I think he's better than that. And the thing is, I hate when they lose close games because the reality is no one can guard him. And they still lose like the closest of games. The closer the game is, the more likely they'll lose it. And the thing is, you put the ball into Durant's hands and... He acts like it's the first time he's touched it or something for the night. He just does weird stuff to me in close games where I, the greats that I would compare him to, even in the league now, would just take over. Sexton just took over. In a close game, he just said, forget it, I got it, and just took over. And I don't see that with, I've seen Durant do that, but this is like the team he should be doing it on because if he doesn't, is going to be in everybody else's hands or it'll never leave Kyrie's hands if yes. if it's up to him or Harden will just turn it over to death it'll be in the other team's hands <laughs> Durant Durant got a little bit of of Jimmy Butler in him he does he does he, he doesn't he, i hate how one play he makes it look easy and then when they need him to do it yeah. he it's, can't it's do it it's difficult yeah it's like all of a sudden he can't get by anybody and for the other yeah. 46 minutes of the game, he was blowing past every single person. Everybody's a mismatch. He has 40 points. But the, you need two in two last two minutes of the game? Oh, I don't, you know, put me off the ball. <laughs> That's what I said, man. They got to commit to Durant is number one. It's not, it's not no, you know, one, two, three, whoever is hot that given night. Durant is number one. But they've lost the two garbage teams by Durant not being that. So when is Durant going to say, look, give me the ball? 
But to me, I'm not concerned about Didn't, like Durant being clutch or not. Like to me, that's the later on their list of concerns. No, it's not about him being clutch. It's not necessarily about him being clutch. It's just I don't get how they lose games when Durant is playing well. They should never lose. Like they lost to Colin Sexton, and Durant has 38. Durant couldn't get 40 to win yeah. the game. Nah, Harden had to get his stats up. What you mean? That's what I'm saying. That's the problem to me. That's a big problem. Harden and Kyrie, you guys can't succumb to Durant in the last few minutes of the game. Just say Durant. Like Stephen A always says, I give you the ball and take me take me to the championship. Take yes. us to, to the promised land. Durant yes. doesn't take anybody anywhere. Nope. Never. And this <sighs> is the team where it should be easy. Because he should be wide open because you have to guard everyone else on the court. But, you know, unless it's Colin Sexton. Or, you know, then... It's just a bad look, man. Westbrook like, tried so hard to hand them the game, that that game. When it was um, before Harden got there. Yeah. Westbrook was trying so hard. He shot a three <laughs> in a one-point game, airballed it, or bricked it. You know, did yeah, he held his follow through up, and TLC just <laughs> ran down the court all by himself. And Durant still couldn't close that game. He let Kyrie do that BS at the game, and Durant got a weird shot. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just it's stuff like that is going to be. I think it's going to be bad for them. They're going to lose a lot of close games that way if they can't figure out. It, it should be who can create the best shot, and we and we talked about this and. I said I was going to repeat it, and I basically forgot the point. But Kyrie, with the whoever is hot at the last second, right? It's not about whoever's hot. It didn't matter who was hot on the Lakers. I don't care how much Fisher had. I don't care how much Ori had. Who's getting the ball at the last shot? Kobe could have shot 0 for 30, and get his one shot, one point, will be that last shot. Yeah. Manu could not play 42 minutes. And guess what? He's in there in the last six minutes of the game. Yeah, if Kyrie Irving was on the, those Lakers back then, he would have been like, yo, Lamar Odom's got it going. Let's just keep playing through him. No. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is, it doesn't have to be a score because yeah. Ginobili would go out there and make a clutch defense, you know, um, defense. Or exactly. he'll go out there and make a clutch pass. He was a clutch playmaker, a clutch player. These guys think, oh, I'm just a good scorer. That means I could score at the end of the game. No, it doesn't. It's about being a clutch player. And the thing is, none of the three of them are clutch players to me. They do nothing clutch. I think Kyrie hit some big no. shots. You know, he's just a really good scorer. But Durant comes, has too. Yeah, Durant has too. And Harden has. But when it comes to being a clutch player, no. 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 Not it. They're not it. I think Joe Harris is over them. You see guys like Danny Green. They don't care how much how good Danny Green's playing. Danny Green may only take two shots in the game, and one of them will be in the last thirty seconds of the game. Make or miss. Yep. LeBron, make or miss. Danny got to be out there. You know, at, at the time, obviously, last year. But uh, and the same thing with the Spurs. It don't matter. We don't care how Danny Green's playing. He's Gonna get the last shot, last three. How many times has Danny Green only made one shot before the fourth quarter and still been the guy they give it to? I don't know. I just don't, don't see know. how the Nets 
Fantoni the question, the question is, how do they change this? Because ideally, you know, you you point to like certain coaching adjustments you can make, but yeah. when you got the three, the way your three stars are, I question if the coaches even have like meaningful input on what's going on on the floor. <laughs> meaningful input. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like no, what is yeah. Nash? What is Nash really telling them in the breaks? Like, is he really telling them something meaningful, like adjustments to when they're doing something wrong? Or is he just kind of encouraging them, kind of like Doc Rivers did all playoffs? <laughs> I, I I would probably assume it was... Just like Ty Lue's doing, by the way. Yeah. I would assume <laughs> it's mostly encouragement. Because I don't that's, see them run anything. That's trash to me. And even before Harden, and I, you know, I didn't catch all of this either. It wasn't televised or anything, but I don't see them running any like any real plays. They just find different ways to get guys open for ISOs, basically. This is why, like, Joe Harris is a good player. You you just threw that away the way you're playing. Yeah. You, like you threw it away. He's not moving. He's not touching the ball. He's just got to be like a spot up specialist. Right. Like, Joe Harris doesn't get 25 points any given night because he's a spot-up specialist. He worked really hard to not be a spot-up specialist. Exactly. In the, um, what was like, the Duncan Olympics? Robinson doesn't just wait in the corner or on the wing. Yeah, right? So, I, I don't know, man. It's just bad. It looks bad. And the thing is, and I, you know, we talked about this too, they just, just threw away their depth factor they had. They yeah, had a great completely, depth. Completely. And they still do have a really good one. It's not great, but it's really good. And the thing is, Shamit and Tyler Johnson don't see the floor at all. You played almost an hour worth of game time. Kyrie's coming off of uh, of a time off. Seven and games. We're not we're not getting our our bench guards a little bit more minutes. A minute. <laughs> exactly. Just one. It, it, it's nuts, man. It is. It is. It, uh, that's my. That's my concern. How could you hire Steve Nash to do this? <laughs> yeah, that, I, think, I don't know. I do think D'Antoni is the safety net, though. I really do. I think they say, okay, Steve, you try it. It's not good. If you got a safety net, you, you're in a bad spot. Oh, of course. But or you or you took a big gamble. That's all. Protecting their investment. But this, I don't know, man. This doesn't feel like a, like a high percentage gamble, you know. Yeah. This feels like a just straight up gamble. Yeah. Well, uh, let's talk about one more thing in basketball. Uh, well, we could talk about more things, but one more thing I wanted to bring up regarding this. Did you see Oladipo's first couple of games? It looks pretty good. It's a rocket. So, what do you think, huh? What do you think their ceiling is with Oladipo? Does he? You no, know, it's them? funny. It's funny. I'm having a really tough time uh, evaluating a lot of these teams mm-hmm. because the defense has just gotten like worse, pr- practically on every roster. I agree. Uh, and Houston is another one of these victims where they like, yo, y'all are not gonna look good in sh- shootouts every night. Right. And I do think, like, I like how a lot of their guys are playing. I like how the offense looks. Uh, it looks like they could distribute shots, like, in a good way. Mm-hmm. 
but if you're not going to guard, then there's there's really no ceiling there. You're just going to be a competitive team, but you're still going to lose a lot. Yeah. And I, I just thought they could be better than that. I was hoping they could be better than that. Do you think he, you know, the way he moves the ball and everything, do you think he's going to be an upgrade from Harden as far as that goes? As oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Team aspect? Yeah. I think... Again, it's tough for them because I need like half the season for Wall and Cousins to at least get their minutes up. Yeah. Uh, before we could really see what they're gonna look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, I just I don't like these teams that don't guard anybody. Right. It just I can't like really see how good or bad you are because you're not guarding anybody. Right. Yeah. I got to talk about this this Kyrie situation. Oh, yeah, okay. Because this shit, and Kyrie's, you know, made me sick on a number of occasions. <laughs> yep. But this was mind-blowing to me, honestly, because he somehow, forget, you know, he left for whatever reason. This guy somehow made his response to why he left worse than, like, actually leaving. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm going to try not to, you know, yell or swear too much. Because I really, when I first kind of deep-dived his response, it really pissed me off. Mm-hmm. I understand. First of all, first of all, you, you take time off. Before we even get to why, your initial response is you just needed a pause. <laughs> really, Kyrie? Mm-hmm. You needed a what did you need a pause for? But again, I'll get to his why he's claiming that he's missed time. Mm-hmm. Kyrie, you want to again? He goes on to later say we should judge judge me on my basketball, whatever. Yeah, Kyrie, I can't even judge you for your basketball because you don't play that much. Right. I've never seen you play a full year. Yeah. We're now on the second team that looks just as good, if not better, without you. Yeah. You literally just disappeared. Yeah. 10 games, 15 games into the season, and your response when you come back was, I just needed a pause? Yeah. Yo, LeBron is in his, what, 18th, 19th year? He had two months off. LeBron doesn't look like he needs a pause. No. Nope. Uh, like Jimmy Butler, who looks gassed, who's getting hurt, who's got a messed up ankle again. He doesn't look like he needs a pause. The rest of the Heat team. <laughs> I just, I, I don't get it. Why do you need a pause? Gasol didn't have much of a pause. He's <laughs> 50. <laughs> that, that really, like he said that. And I could just see that he's expecting, like, yo, I just needed a break. Like, what's the big deal? Kyrie hadn't played since, like, the 15th game of the season last year. He had, nine, like, eight, nine months off. In <laughs> yeah. 15 games in, you need a pause? Yeah. What's, what's going to happen when you need a pause in the playoffs? You're just going to play like trash? He did that already with Boston. <laughs> exactly. As I mentioned, Eric Bledsoe was working his ass. Yeah, and again, but, yo, they played better without him. Terry Rozier was an all-star that se- that postseason. Exactly. But again, my problem here, like Kyrie, you disappear. 
like that's already unprofessional and and then now you want to tell us you disappeared because of family matters a lot of personal family stuff going on first of all i i've seen a lot of guys leave their teams for personal matters i've never seen them get fined right you somehow found a way to get fined okay you know, uh, forget that you're on video at a wedding, just hanging out with family. Birthday. That's not family matters, Birthday bro. Birthday party. That like that's literally just hanging out with family. Yeah. Which every other NBA player is sacrificing to play. Yeah. Uh, but but you need a pause, okay? Um, let me ask you this real quick. Uh, if you know, do you have siblings? No. Let's say your dad is your dad's birthday. And you mm-hmm. had a game that day? <laughs> Would he ask you to miss the game for his birthday? Never. Never. Also, don't forget, you make $30 million a year. <laughs> Let's just say, you know, hey, Dad, um, I'll be there later tonight. You know, I'll take the jet there after the game. Or, you know, move the party till tomorrow because I have a game tonight. I'll take the jet. It's nothing. You know, I'll be there. I'll fly back. By morning, I'll be at practice in the morning. That quick. It's easy. This guy, man. I Like, why? First of all, if it's family matters, why not say that before disappearing? LeBron could shoot a, a whole Space Jam movie during the season and not miss a game. Exactly. <laughs> and and barbershop. All kinds of stuff. He shoots, like, full shows. <laughs> During the season and misses zero games. Yeah, yeah bro. And and he's contributing to, like, voting. He's, he's his own school. <laughs> like, he doesn't miss need zero, a pause. Miss zero games. <laughs> Yo, LeBron looks like he's younger. Yeah. This guy, 50, like, that's what really concerns me is something in his, I, I don't know what's going on with him. But for to say that 15 games into the year, I need a break? Kyrie, what are you talking about? Kyrie, how many breaks have you had? Yeah. You watch more basketball than you play. He doesn't love basketball, man. No, no. And I, again, every time we have to question that, I hate it. I do too. I hate it, but it's your... Kyrie, this is your actions. Nobody's making up shit. Nobody, again, he does this, that stupid Trump shit where every time he does something stupid, it's the media, like, trying to get him. He said Trump. (laughs) I mean, Trump Trump started that. You're right. And and now, like, Kyrie's taking that shit and, like, just running with it. Like, every time he does some dumb shit, oh, it's the media just, like not minding their business or trying to paint a narrative. But you can't speak in riddles and not expect someone to try to solve the riddle. Like, you can't just give us this, uh, you know, quarter of a sentence answer and then not expect us to try to fill in the mad libs. Yes. Like, tell us what's going on. And the thing is, I hate that the NBA has gotten to the point where the high dollar guys are just not expendable at all because listen family stuff if we want to talk about it and we want to really be real Richard Jefferson played with his dad died like the day before the game 
Channing Fry lost a family member before a game played. Isaiah Thomas lost his sister and played, cried on the court and got traded the next offseason. Yo, dude, look at look at what happened to Carl Anthony Towns in the offseason. He lost like seven family members, right? He and showed he, up. He showed up day one of the season. And he has COVID now. He has COVID now, and he'll be back in a week. I don't think he needs a pause. No. And you have just some family issues, dancing at the birthday party, smiling, you know, uh, dropping the confetti on your sister and stuff, and you you have an issue? You're trash, bro. You're trash, because, and this is my problem, you could have avoided this whole, like, weird situation if before disappearing, you just tell the Nets, I got family issues, I gotta step away. Yeah. The Nets put out a statement to the public Kyrie has family, personal issues. We've let him go. Take care of that. Yes. There's no controversy. No. None. And no one wants to be in your business. Because the thing is, no one has asked him, yo, what was the family issues? Exactly. We just asked, why didn't you tell anybody? Exactly. That's the question. We don't care about the family issues. If it's the birthday party, you know, that's his own thing. That was the COVID problem. We don't care. But what we care is that you just abandon your team and don't tell anybody, not a soul. It's, Other than I just Durant. don't get that. I don't get that. Hey, yo, coach, uh, Kyrie said he's not coming. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, what is this? What is this, like an AU practice, bro? <sighs> Nash <laughs> brought everyone's shorts to the game. <laughs> Yeah, oh my it's just a mess yo dude. come get your shorts <laughs> you remember those days <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's crazy oh, to me man. cause they got all these concerns that they gotta figure out on the court Kyrie swears to us that we should just focus on the court you focus Kyrie. on the court Kyrie <laughs> exactly Kyrie you gotta stay on the court for us to focus on that shit <laughs> Right, we have to actually see you on the court. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man. This situation—it just pisses me off that it's. This isn't like a like I said. He should just he should have just said something off rib instead of just disappearing. Yeah. That's not like a hindsight twenty twenty thing. That's like a common sense thing. Yeah, it is. And for some reason, he he thinks he's entitled to do that. <laughs> what happens? What happens when like they go through that boring? Uh, you know, February, March stretch of the season. Yeah. And he's going to need another pause. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I like, how can Durant, I, I don't understand, like, I don't really respect Durant's character. Mm-hmm. But how can Durant look at this shit and be like, yo, why are you even putting me in the position to, like, tell the media why you're gone? Yeah, I don't get that. Like, that to me is so disrespectful as as a friend, which they seem to be. Yeah. That's not friend behavior. Right. Uh, and, and that, to me, is the real concern is when this team struggles and Kyrie decides to go on some bullshit again, h- how do they respond to it? Right. And the, the thing is, most of my friends would say, hey, man, man up. You got to tell them what's up. You know, I'll be out there with you. Like, I'll have a press conference with you. That's my problem is that's because I don't respect Durant's character. I don't expect shit like that. Right. But the thing is, it just shows you kind of Durant really isn't that far from Kyrie in that respect. Because Durant's probably like, you know what? F them. 
<laughs> you don't have to tell him nothing, man. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. He, he probably. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't know. But he probably did egg on the not telling anyone. I'll tell him. It's cool. Go ahead. You got it. Did you see, by the way, Harden was like trying to hype him up when they were coming out the tunnel and he just looks like he's never spoken to Harden in his life? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Like, how are you not excited to be back to play basketball? He's not going to play ne- much longer, man. Yeah, bro. This whole, mm-hmm. that, sh- that need a pause shit. Maybe that specific phrase is what kind of set me off. Mm-hmm. Like, my, my first response when I heard that shit, like, why don't you just chew it over with a Twix, Kyrie? <laughs> what you missing seven games for? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that shit made me so... Bro, I've never... Like, I don't really get heated. Like, it took a lot of problems with AB before it, like, really pissed me off. Yeah. And this is the same shit where it's like, dude, you just continue to do this, this weird, stupid stuff. Another thing is like, Kyrie acts like this like happens a lot, like the stuff he does, like he acts like he's not the only one in the NBA who, who criticizes the media every single chance he gets, who doesn't speak in complete sentences and withholds information that the media is normally privy to for everyone else. He acts like everyone does that, like he's not special in that regard. Honestly, I can't stand this guy because this this is what we've come to is he wants when he when negative attention is drawn to him, he only wants attention for basketball. Yeah. But for some reason, every time he's going through a controversy, we get like random leaks of him doing charity. Yeah. And that shit is really starting to piss me off because it's starting to seem like he's the one putting this shit out there. Like, yo, yo, I don't need, you shouldn't, like, want credit for charity. You should just want to do it. Yeah. Like, why every time something, something kind of controversy is going on, we find out that he's, he's paying for tuition for all these kids or he's housing all these families. Like, why is that coming out when he's down bad? The thing is, and, and this is the part, the reason why I don't even read that stuff is because he could do that and still be on the court. Like exactly. everybody else. Like everybody else. Yeah. LeBron, like you said, built a whole school and is still on the court. I mean, that's it. That's just bad. Like, Steph it made me respect. It, it honestly made me respect Harden a little bit more. Because, you know, Harden handled his situation like a complete asshole. But at least, like, Harden's, like, feelings weren't a mystery. No. Harden kept it a stack the whole time. He did. And that, to me, I don't understand why Kyrie's, like, this guy, it just doesn't make sense why you you only want basketball credit, but then you want to talk about all this shit that, like, you want to tell us the earth is flat. Yeah. Kyrie, stop, stop telling us shit. Just talk about basketball. Yeah. But, it, again, it just shows you he, he doesn't love basketball, man. He's like a robot, dude. Every time they ask him something stressful, he has to remind us that he's a he, he he's a community guy first. The first thing he's got to prioritize is taking care of his com- community. Right. Kyrie, why do you keep reminding us of that? We don't, like, that's your business. Right. Yep. It's confusing, man. It is. And I don't know if we'll ever it's understand irritating. Kyrie. <clears throat> I don't know if he'll ever be 
able to be understood at this point. Yeah, I think that ship has sailed. And the other thing is, like, all right, you know, your sister's having a birthday. Why don't you just fly the whole party out? If they're not in... He's from New Jersey, first of all. So, it's a hop and skip away. But if he has to leave and miss a game, like, I say, look, how many of y'all is it? Bet. I'll book the whole plane. Like, spend some money to still be playing basketball. With the... Yes. Okay, he got fined how much? 200000 Something like that, yeah. That's how much it would cost for you to... Spe- yeah, specifically 50 k for the wedding uh, video. And then, um, but, no, but the, uh, missing the games, he gets, he got some... Yeah, he got, like, around 200 just for the games. Yeah, so, okay, you missed that many games because of this fiasco. You could have spent that money to try to preserve this in a different way. At least be a little creative, you know? Yeah. It's something. But, I don't know, man. It is what it is. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I, I you know, I, I we'll talk about the next controversial thing he does, which I'm, I'm sure won't take too long. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm sick of this guy, man. I don't even want to talk about his basketball. Like I said, finish a full year before I talk about your basketball game. You want to make a, uh, take a bet on what the next controversial thing will be? This guy. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> But this guy, like, yo, you're telling us to focus on your game. All these guards are better than you now. Mm. Like, Kyrie, you've slipped in the guard rankings every year for the last, like, four years. Three, four years. Because he doesn't play. Doesn't play. And when he plays, he's selfish as hell. Yeah. When he talks, he's selfish as hell. It's me, me, me. Give me credit for my accomplishments, but don't criticize me for my problems. Yeah. You don't, you don't get both, bro. Right. It's like, only focus on basketball unless you're going to talk about the good things I do. Exactly. Yeah. It, on a uh, side note, did you see the shade Dwayne Bacon threw at... Uh... <laughs> Deloading? De- yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Snitches never win or lose every time, whatever. Yeah, I'm surprised more people don't hate Deloading for that. I'm surprised... Dwayne Bacon of all people like remember it. He went on the Lakers. Like Yeah. It's also trash that he was responding to like he was responding to somebody laugh clowning him for like doing nothing. He only had four points and yeah, D'Angelo had nineteen and Yeah, bro. Get like you gotta get at least like fifteen to talk shit about anything. He said well, my four points contributed to us winning. Yeah, that's that looks so stupid. At the buzzer. <laughs> a buzzer beater by uh Cole Anthony, like <laughs> You know, you can't yeah, talk trash again, after a buzzer beater anyway. It, me. Again, shout out to the small guards, man. Yeah. A lot of small guards playing well. Uh, Trey Burke has been balling again. Yep. Uh, Cole Anthony's finally getting comfy. Yep. <clears throat> a, lot, a lot of small guards. We got any other uh, big NBA topics before we get into music? Uh, Nothing big. I, I got a chance to watch Utah uh, yesterday. Okay. They're they're in the middle of a uh, what is a six or seven game win streak. Yeah, they are. They look good, man. Hey, Jordan Clarkson running that bench. Is he? Yeah, twenty. He's getting twenty pieces like every other game. They um, you know, I, I saw a couple of the highlights. I haven't seen a full game from them on TV yet, but they look pretty good. 
they they're one of the few teams who looks who looks like they've put in time together. Yeah. Because the roster has been you know fairly similar for a while, and you could just see they like they know how everybody plays with each other. Yeah, that's that's important. It's important. I I would really like for them. They're a team, man. I would like for them to just make a bold move out of nowhere, just just because. I just want to see like. Yeah. Because they're. And, and signing Gobert to a max is not it. No, that's not it. That's not it at all. Because the thing is, they're not bad, but they're really just on the cusp of of being like insignificant to me. They need one more Bogdanovich-esque signing. Just one more to me. Yeah, or, or they either need that or they need to just give up on a couple guys and just get a star. Yeah. like, And I'm cool with that. And that's, that's kind of the bullet I was hoping for. But if they don't, you know, it is what it is. I, I would take another, like, Levert would have been fire for them. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, a utility. Like, even Torian Prince would help them, I think, in certain ways. They use them right. But just sticking with their roster right now, you know, I think they'll win a lot of games. Donovan will carry them, but playoffs are going to get exposed again. It just, they just don't have it. Yeah. Clarkson it is. is really... Like a three quarters of a threat, like he's a threat, but winning wise, he's only three quarters nah. of a winning threat. And then you have Donovan, like no one else. I'm not worried about anyone else beating me. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And all these other contenders, especially in the West, got at least two or three guys that can, you know, beat you straight up, beat you. Yeah, I just again the Lakers are the gold standard, and Utah. Does not come close on either end. No. No, they don't. Um, you know, this this year, this is one of the first years. I mean, we got the Harden and Oladipo trade. But this is probably one of the first years I don't really see anybody available. As far as like a trade. Yeah, now that Harden's done. Yeah, I agree. And the thing is, he wasn't. He really wasn't available until he made himself available. Right. I'm sure Houston wasn't considering trading him. They, you know, were switching the team to build around him better. Kyrie, by the way, I, I saw this online somewhere. Kyrie probably skipped these games just to not get traded. I heard about that. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, but, I mean, why would that not get him traded? He wasn't hurt. I, I don't know. I mean, Kyrie just clearly just do what he wants. Needs a pause? Go take a pause. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you walk in and like, like how do teammates respect you as a as like a player after that? The thing is, uh, I think I don't they know. I mean, know maybe why. he, I maybe yeah, he really probably explained it to them more clearly, but maybe he didn't. Yeah, I think they they know better than us. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't, man. I'm going to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't, too, but somebody seems knows. like the Some, guy. Somebody in the organization has to know. Yeah, Durant probably relays it back to him. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so, so, nah, I'll, let it, I'll let it go. We'll come back. We'll come back to the Nets in, in, you know, a month, a couple weeks, maybe. See how, get a bigger sample size of how they're playing. Yeah, I got to get some more uh, televised uh, games. 
I wouldn't be surprised if they went on a run and won a lot of games. You know, they're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to be a comfortable seed in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But do they? I don't know. We'll see. I I think they're pretty. And this is the thing we we're criticizing their defense now, and a little bit of their offense. But they're still in my mind. They're still a Eastern Conference Finals lot to me. I I would still be shocked if they lose before the Eastern Conference Finals. I want to see who they get. I think I want to see who they get in the second round. I'll tell you right now. I. I don't think they could beat uh, Miami, Milwaukee, or Boston. Okay. Maybe Toronto, maybe Philly. Toronto's not making the playoffs, man. I'm telling you. Have you seen them this year? Give, give it, give it a, like at least another month. <laughs> they're five. They're thirteenth right now. <laughs> they got a lot of time to figure it out. They do. I mean, not that much because it is a little bit shorter season and the games are they just, huddled up a lot more. But They just wave their starting center. Like I said, I don't think I've ever seen that before in my life. The starting they center. They're going to go small. They're going to play. They're about to start Boucher, I think. Yeah, but wave? Like, you move your starting center down. You don't just say, hey, man. I mean, he's trash. I'm not mad at it. It is surprising. <laughs> But like he's try- like they're basically acknowledging what you said. He's utter, utter trash. <laughs> Can you imagine that though? Starting on a team, say, hey, you know, I-, I know you've been starting the last three weeks, but we're we're gonna we're gonna let you go. Oh, I'm out to start. I don't. The no, no, I, no. I, if I was playing, <laughs> you're done. You're off the team. <laughs> <laughs> With the way Alex Len was playing, he should not have been surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I would in, in any other situation I would be shocked I'll admit but Alex Led is just giving him nothing yeah I gotcha it, I'm, I'm more mad that he was starting for as long as he was yeah you, you can't say the Knicks don't look better than the Raptors right now they do I'll give it to you they do <laughs> the Brooklyn better not get the Knicks in the first round I like I like quickly. I just don't like how he shoots the ball. Yeah. Well, but I, I, mean, I like I like his pace. Our team. I shouldn't even say ours, but the Knicks, the Knicks are like stacked with like guys that can contribute, but they none of them are. <laughs> Julius Randle can't put all that together. No, he can't. But everyone on the team. <laughs> Like, we're stacked with pretty good role players for any team. Like, I think just about, you got Bullock, Burks, Peyton, Rivers, Barrett, Taj Gibson, Knox, Randall, Toppin, Noel, and Mitchell Robinson can all do something on a team, contribute to a team. Man, maybe not Bullock, but the rest of them can. And, you know, we go in five in, five out. I love it. Five in, five out. And then we got quickly stepping up. You know, to Thibodeau's credit, he has esta- he's establishing his culture. Yes. And that, I mean, that honestly, man, that makes me really happy for the Knicks. It does. And I, it's hard to watch the Knicks and not say, hey, they got some fighters. And the yes. thing is, hopefully we can attract someone to, that enjoys that kind of ball. A Jimmy Butler-esque guy. They'll say, hey, you know, I see these guys working. They just need a, a little bit of help. 
Especially if we get... Dolan's still there, though, so I can't get too excited. Especially if we keep up upper from the 10. You know, we stay in the top 10 in the East. I like Why it. did y'all start losing when you signed Taj Gibson, by the way? I don't know. Y'all y'all lost like five straight after, right after signing him, well, which is weird. T- Toppin went out, and I think Rivers went out. Oh, okay. Okay. After that's Rivers actually, that, like, you know, that's... Averaging dirty. That's a good amount. Stop. <laughs> it's a good amount of depth that you lose. <laughs> no, nah, Rivers was he wasn't averaging like thirty, solid, but he was playing well. He was averaging like a solid sixteen, which is which is really good for him. It's thirty for him. <laughs> exactly. That that really is. I'll give it to you. That's his thirty. It's thirty for the Knicks. He was closing games for them. He was. That that to me like. So losing him and Toppin was tough because like. Those were our guys that are X factors for a little while. And you know, you already know what's coming for everybody else. Dennis Smith Jr. has gotten to the point where they don't even put him in the game anymore. Which is sad. Yeah, they need to give up on uh Frank. I know he's you know, he's making shots here and there, but he's not it. He's a No, you're right. But you know he's, what is he, a backup defender? Yeah, he's a uh I can't nice. compare him to anybody. I feel like they're trying to make him into a shooter, but he's just not. They that's what they want him to be, but he'll, yeah, he'll never yeah, I be can that. See that. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. What else we got? Yeah, we got a short music section, so we could cover any of this little small basketball stuff. All right, yeah, let's take a break. I'll um, play the gym. We'll be right back after this. This is Zane with. Uh, sweat off his Nobody Is Listening album. Stay night for you. Stay night for you. We've been losing track of time. Reaching higher high. Only one thing on my mind. Only one thing on your mind. Let me touch you where you like it Let me do it for you If you all of my attention Dive into that ocean of your love Let me show you just how much I want Yeah Dive in 
Sweat by Zane. Off nobody is listening. So, let's talk about it. Uh, first first big release for me of the year. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, pretty much. First one that I've listened to at least. Mhm. That was his uh, best Phil Collins impression. Right. Uh huh. What'd you think uh, of the album itself? I was pleasantly surprised by this. Oh, tell me why. I mean, we uh, we like Zane here. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, he's just... It's tough because he started off just with a, with such a classic... Mind of Maybe mind. not classic, but such a great debut album. Yeah, it was. Uh, and, and his last album was, was, you know, pretty disappointing. But it had a couple gems on there. Mm-hmm. And this this album is like a, st- a few steps above that. Yeah, I think there's a few a little bit more songs that I like. I I like the overall kind of vibe he had on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, length was flawless. <laughs> the length was perfect. Uh, I would probably have more problems with this album if there was like three or four tracks on here. Three or four uh, more. But, yeah, like I, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't have liked it if it was another three or four tracks. Oh. Uh, well, why is that? I I just think there's not as much versatility as I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and that that's probably my biggest issue with the album. Mm-hmm. But again, one thing he does very well is he he puts out a project and then he'll chill for like two years, and we'll get like a random super fire hit from him. Mm-hmm. So every time his projects come around, like there's a nice feeling of I haven't heard him in a while. I'm excited to hear what he's got. Yeah. And he, he does a good job of that. And will I go back to this album? Probably not. Mm-hmm. 
but I listened to it four times and I liked it every time I heard it. Yeah, it's it's solid, man. And you know me, normally my critique would be versatility, but I think I enjoyed it on this. And uh I mean, he didn't show it, but what he did show, I liked. And I was cool with it only being 11 songs and the songs are really short. Even though it's yeah. um 11 songs, it's only 35 minutes long. I mean, that's perfect. That's perfect for me, especially like you said, with not having that much versatility. The it was just so smooth. Just smooth, yeah. man. He's he's one of those artists where like he could just like him just being in the studio, there's a risk of him getting a hit. Yeah. He is. Uh and he's especially for his genre. Yeah, I, I just I like how he sounds, man. I, he's a guy I think he's gonna stick around. I think he's gonna make like he's gonna have subtle shifts in what he sounds like, mm-hmm. and he's just gonna be around a long time. Yeah, I think so too. You know, I, I don't know if every project will be you know super good or impressive, but I, I guarantee every every project he'll ever put out will have some kind of hit on it. Yeah, and, and you know, even though even though this album didn't show that much versatility, I think he knows what he does best. And I think yeah. he just stayed with it, this album. And he, you know, only went so far away from it. Like, it sounded like he recorded all of this in a short amount of time. Like, maybe he did all this in a, a few weeks. I mean, he probably wrote it, if he wrote it. It was probably the writing was the longest part of this. But all of this sounds like it's in the same vein. Like, it's a album that's supposed to be together. The last album yeah. just sounded like a bunch of already written pop songs that he just took did his part on and you know all different producers all different writers and he just threw them on an album but this one it it sounds a lot more personal and you know he has a nice bag where he the music the writing and the music sounds like he's just what someone would say talking to somebody I like that not a lot of artists pull that off by the way and he just, I don't know, man, he doesn't, like, his lyrics aren't crazy unique. Right. But he just delivers it better than a lot of uh, R&B artists, I would say. Like, R&B kind of pop hybrid artists. That's the thing, man. He's an R&B artist. And he needs to yeah. come to grips with that. And one of these days, I'm going to write an article about R- artists that don't know that they're R&B artists. And just refuse to acknowledge it. Yeah. Six lakh, hello? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, but there's some pop artists that like, listen, man, your your voice is R&B. Like, whether yeah. you like it or not, you need to make some R&B songs. Because what you're doing now is just not working. And that last album, Icarus, was not working. Falls, Icarus Falls, I think. Yeah, that was not working. That wasn't it. Yeah, not good. You see with um, Nick Jonas... He realized, I need to make a couple R&B records. <laughs> and they're fire. Yeah. yeah. Every time this guy, like, every time he deep dives R&B a little bit more, it's a hit to me. Yes. It is. Uh, and, and I just, I hope he could exceed the the mind of mine expectations that I have for him now. <laughs> no, he's unfortunately not he this doesn't really come very close but it's a step in the right direction could 
you know, compared to the last one. It definitely is. It definitely is. I think that he will take that full leap into R&B. Maybe next album, or maybe he'll come out with a song with her or something like that. LMA, hmm, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. someone who is with all the R- the R&B pop artists. Yeah, he'll he'll probably pop out for like a movie soundtrack or, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's possible. Yeah, yep. The next, I will say, calam. I hated calamity. What was that on? The the first track. Oh, on this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hated it. I I don't need that like the the poet talking kind of thing. Yeah, I don't like that either. That's that's not your game. I never I've never seen it be your game. I I don't know why you tried it. That's cool. Yeah. No. I'm good on that. I um. I I liked everything else on here though. Yeah. I really liked when loves around. I thought that was interesting. Obviously, I believe was nice. I believe vibes was a single. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and uh, but I hadn't. I really hadn't checked out any of his singles, so it was it was a nice surprise for me. I want to say better was too. Yeah, I think those were the two that I saw a music video for. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so probably. Yeah. And those, I mean, they're standouts to me still. Uh, mm-hmm. They're not my favorites, but they're standouts. Yeah. Yeah. Good project, man. Good one, Zane. Um, Drake pushed his album back, unfortunately. Yeah, it was supposed to come yeah. out tomorrow, I think. Yeah, this month, and this month is almost over. Yeah, he pushed it back because I think he does want to be able to perform it somewhere. And obviously. Hey, man, he's even going to have to push it back a lot to do that. He may just have to perform it in Canada once... You know, Trudeau gets it done. You know, he'd be working. Yeah, you saw Bow Wow try to, like, throw down a verse in his, like, sibling's birthday party or something. It was getting toasted for that shit. Yeah, in Houston. Houston's yeah, a mess, yeah. man. <laughs> Houston. Back to Houston. <laughs> Shout out our Houston listeners. Y'all got it rough, man. Oh, yeah. man. You guys got to figure it out. It's tough out there right now. It's tough everywhere right now, man. This this virus is really just... I mean, yo, my Wizards haven't played in two, like, a week or two. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is what, their sixth, seventh game? And Memphis is getting games canceled, too, I think. It's it's like every night there's a new new cance- or game postponement that I didn't even expect. Yeah. Like, they postponed, like, the uh, uh, OKC games at one point. I was just like, why? What? Yeah. Yeah, it's the contact tracing. Just anyone, if one yeah. player has it, yeah, I mean, they just shut it down. They need to. I I don't like this. This like we don't have enough guys. Yeah. Like to me, y'all should have prepared for this. Right. Uh, I I just think there's like signings they could make. There's there's so many basketball players out there. We shouldn't be stopping. I understand stopping for a game or two. I, we shouldn't be stopping for two weeks. Yeah, they and they upped the roster limit. They might need to up it a little more. Yeah. I mean, start paying Corey Brewer I just don't and know what the, JR. This virus is so, it's so weird because, like, you still can't really practice, you know what I mean? Because then you're still kind of spreading it. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's why we're not seeing any defense because they can't practice for real. The defense is really bad this year. It's really it's awful. Bad. It's, dude, it's like they got COVID on the court. They're so so spread out. The lane is just wide open for everybody. It looks like even yeah, on teams dude, my, that aren't don't have shooters. It's not like the Warriors. 
<laughs> Miles Turner is like leading the league in blocks. It feels like he's averaging double digit blocks to me. <laughs> yeah. Because I watched Indiana once and they didn't even play well. And I was like, wow, like there guys are flying around like Miles Turner's sending shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't see that anywhere else. Right. Yeah. I, I watched the Rockets and Suns game mm. and Oladipo was just going to the basket. Eric Gordon was just going to the basket. It was like Aiton just wasn't even there. Yep. And, and obviously Aiton played he, well too, I think. Huh? A- Aiton had a big game, right? Yeah, he did on offense. Yeah. That's that's the only big games anybody's having now. Yeah. Yep. Um, I have one more album to talk about, and that is Nick Caution. And he's on Joy Badass's label. He was on the Beast Coast album that we talked about here. Right. That we right. loved. Man, this was a good project, man. Anywhere but here. You know, we I gotta say, the last couple years, three years maybe. I've heard some of the best debut albums of my life, I think. Like, these these young rappers, Corday, uh, Jack Harlow, um, you know, DaBaby. Uh, who, else, who else knew have we had? Roddy Rich. These guys have these, these young guys with these new debut albums have been great. And this is another one. This is just a really, really good project. Good rapping on here. It's got great features. Um, you know, I, it's hard to deep dive because he's, he's just good rap. He's good. I'm ha- I'm happy to hear it, man. I, I they, they need to get a little more active, man. I I just haven't. I don't. I don't know this guy specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Beast Coast. I mean, I hadn't really caught anything from them since that joint album. Yeah, it, yeah. They have haven't done much. And Joey Banas has a movie coming out actually. But mm. as far as yeah, that, I saw him in uh, was it Gronish? Oh yeah, yeah, he was on there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As far as you know, the rapping, you're right. I haven't seen a lot of them out here doing much. And they're, they're that's the thing. Like they're in this weird uh, category of artist for me, where I don't really, I'm not on the lookout for anything they put out. But if I see they put something out, I want to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm sure we'll get something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, this is a really solid project. I'll play something on here before we leave, but, um, I definitely recommend it. Definitely. And, uh, he got similar to Joey Bass in a lot of ways to me. I I could definitely see the influence, but it's Brooklyn. He's a Brooklyn guy. We know, we know how they sound from years. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, did you, you got s- anything coming up music wise? Um, I don't think anyone was coming because of Drake. <laughs> Honestly, it's a good point. Yeah, I, I think Drake kind of shut it down as far as uh the releases for this week at least. But <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, I I was just stuck <clears throat> going into this new year. I was just kind of stuck on the, our our top albums. Yeah. From last year, just because I wanted to put the list together and, and kind of have a better feel for those projects. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm excited, man. Like this this Zane album got me back into like the experiencing new music vibe. Yeah, you got stuff to catch up on from last last year. I do. Yeah. It's some good stuff. But, but yeah, I'm with you for real because 
this is definitely a different flavor. He he's so unique in a lot of ways that um, it makes you do want to listen to different music because we have yeah. been hearing a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna try to get back to you know coming in with three three to four projects to check out. Yeah. All right. Uh, like you said, a lot of stuff to choose from. I haven't. Uh, I'm looking at the album calendar. I don't see a lot, man. Weezer. Perfect. Perfect. I'm actually good on big releases, so I, I I can finally commit to catching up on stuff. Yeah, you know, I I do think more artists are waiting for this vaccine to, you know, take off yeah. so they can do something with it. Summertime. Yeah, but you got all these new, apparently there's like a second new variant of, of the virus. Yeah. Uh, it's just scary, man. It's a scary time. Yeah. Uh, quick question: You think the weekend is gonna perform live, or is it gonna be pre-recorded? Mm. I mean, it's an, it means nothing. I'm just curious what you think. I'm trying to think like how it would look. I think I think live. I think you can still do it live. You think it, they're just gonna put lights in every seat, something like that? That would be pretty cool, still. Yeah, just make it like a, you don't need like the fan base hyping him up because it's not gonna be there. Just just make it a cool show. Yeah. Right, and I think if there's less fans there, I imagine there should be like more ways they could kind of make it look cool. Mm-hmm. And he's got like to me, I never really the halftime show is always kind of like uh, nostalgic with the song choices. Yeah. Uh, and I just hope they keep that going, man. That's all I'm looking for. Yeah, I think the first. Yeah, I've been, I've slept on the halftime shows a lot. I would say. You know, there's depends on who it is. Yeah, there's been some epic ones. Obviously, Beyonce, Prince was epic. Bruno Mars was pretty epic. Yeah, Justin, yeah. You know, stuff like that. I was like, eh, I'm cool. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers came out. I was cool on that. I'll pass. No disrespect. No disrespect. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. But, you know. That was fine. I, I, Red Hot Chili Peppers was definitely nostalgic. It was, but, you know, I, I got up and got wings during their performance. <laughs> you know, <but> like, <laughs> hey, that's fair. That's fair. I missed a lot of half times for that. Yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, I, there's some, like, I didn't get up for Bruno, on the second one. I, I didn't get up. I didn't get up for Prince. I didn't get up for Beyonce. But, you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers, I'm cool, you know. Go get some ranch or something like that. <laughs> I'm listening, but I wasn't watching. I got you. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about the weekend. Uh, I if I don't get two at least two, uh, beauty behind the madness tracks, I'm gonna be sick. Yeah, me too. Yeah. At least that's all I ask. Just two. He got a. He has to start with at least. The know. two obvious, I think, hills and uh, can't feel my face. I'll take it. What does he start with? A new song? In your eyes? Ooh. Nah, he'll start with one of them recent ones. I think uh, Save Your Tears just kind of blew up for him recently. Yeah. I've been hearing that a lot. Uh, or or one of the two hits that has been on the radio like all year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are they called? In Your Eyes and what's the other one? Blinding Lights? Yes, yes, Blinding Lights. Yeah. He'll... Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not I don't mad know. at it. He has a lot of hits. The crazy thing yeah. is, 
I kind of didn't respect his hits until I was thinking about him performing at the halftime. And I like The Weeknd. I mean, he's cool, but and I've liked him for a long time, pretty much his whole career at this point. But when I really looked back, I'm like, man, he got a lot of hits to choose from. Exactly. He does a lot more than I think about on a daily basis. Yeah, it's, he's just he's another guy who like he disappears for so long, you kind of forget how great he is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's so, so quiet. You know, he's right. not like Drake where you see him a lot. Right, he doesn't pop he yeah, he doesn't pop up on the news if it's not music. Right. Um Travis versus Future versus what do you think? Who you got? Ooh, that is interesting. Yeah, it has a I did not It's being man, rumored. Been, I don't know if it's I've been slacking on these verses. Did did Ashanti and and, and uh who was she with? Keisha. Did that ever happen? Yeah, Keisha Cole. I think it's tomorrow. Oh, okay. I know they got postponed. Twice, yeah. Uh, I, I'm curious to see who wins that. Me too. This is gonna be tough. And and which songs they'll pick. Yeah, yeah. I um. It's actually, that's actually been one of my favorite aspects of this verses thing. Mm-hmm. Is like they've been surprising with their song selections. I agree. I agree. Uh, and they're like kind of sh- deep diving their own catalogs, which is really cool. Right, and and the crazy thing is, is some that you think are no brainers, but they don't look at it that way. Exactly. Like Snoop yeah. played like six songs I didn't think he would play. <laughs> uh, um, I think Rick Ross did too. Yeah, I thought he had yeah, all no two, two chains. Also had a couple. I was like, huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. For them though, <laughs> they don't have that much to choose from. <laughs> no offense right. to them because I love both of them, <laughs> but they don't have like you know Keisha got a clear seven that you know are coming. The rest of them. I don't know, bro. Ashanti got like five, as 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 I can think of it. Yeah. So it'll be a low scoring affair. But hers will be the features. That's where she. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah. She's. I'm. I'm forgetting. Like I. I. I am not forgetting, but forgetting what they are. But I know she has so many like great features. She. I mean, Ja Rule wouldn't have a career without her features. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That is that is it's funny how accurate that statement is. <laughs> yeah. Um No, but uh Future and, and Travis. Travis, man, that's tough. I I don't think both of those guys got a lot, man. Yeah. Like I, I was kinda concerned with Rick Ross and Two Chains, it was like Rick Ross got all these hits and Yeah. This is kind of both sides that are just stacked. Yeah. It you, you know, for me, if I was going second in the verses, if you play like one of your smashes, I'll just play some garbage. Like, yeah. <laughs> because I'm not going to beat it. Like, there's nothing Travis yeah. could play to beat March Madness. <laughs> it's nothing. So just let it go. How many How many Drake duos are, are we getting? You think we're going to get, uh, what's the one? What's the, the song all the Hoopers are playing? Jumpman? Back in. Yeah, jump man. Yeah. <laughs> you think we're getting that? Uh No. <laughs> no. Okay. I don't think I'm so. curious cuz Future Future has so many hits that I think are trash. What's the other They have another one together, right? Another big one though. Not Well, Life is Good is probably the the recent one. I wouldn't be surprised if he played that. What was the one before Life is Good? 
Hmm, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm tripping. But life is good. He should definitely play because he's the standout in that. Yeah. And to be a standout alongside Drake, that's definitely a top 20 hit. Is Yeah, but then you got Sicko Mode as a lock. True, true. The thing is, I think Travis has more better songs, but Future has more. His hits, he has more Jokers. Definitely. Like, he has more Trump cards. Because Mask Off, there's nothing... Travis could play to beat that. There's nothing you can play. The future, the future makes Travis look like he's a rookie, like just lengthwise. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Just how much, how much projects he's put out, like just how, like he's his his projects are never short as well. Yeah. Except maybe the the mix the petty mixtapes he be putting out. Mm-hmm. Which which also got a lot of sleepers on those. Yeah. I don't know, man. Travis really gonna have to flex the catalog to to win this one. Yeah, he is. Which I think he can. Yeah. But I'm a little bit biased because I do think Travis has, like, his hits are really impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. I think the mid-level hits, Travis takes them. I think Travis will probably win this, actually. But, like I said, there's, you know, Future has three or four songs that there's nothing Travis could play to beat for me. I don't know if I don't know if anything Travis can beat can use to beat Mask Off. Nothing. Mask Off and March Madness are easy locks. He's just skipped yeah. around. I wouldn't even play anything. You got it. <laughs> it's funny how he has all these songs with with the weekend, and he's trash in like each one of them. Travis. No future. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Travis. Travis is what two? I think two songs they have together. Um, wonderful. Wonderful, and, and there's one more. The, the new one. Uh, wake up. Yeah, two for two. Yeah, two for two for sure. For sure, locks. Wonderful, wonderful is super sleeper. Right, that was my favorite people song hate, at one point. People hate on it too. Like I talked to a, a, a friend of mine who just recently listened to that album. Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, man, I didn't really like mess with Wonderful." Like I was like, "Oh my god, that's crazy." What? That's crazy. Wonderful is probably my top. Easily my top ten for Travis, easily, and we. I gotta think about that. That's tough. Weekend features, because Weekend doesn't have a lot of. My opinion, Weekend's kind of a bad feature artist, to be honest. Tra- a lot of a lot of my favorites from Travis are like, uh, like, not good songs that I just like. <laughs> <laughs> like the shit he I, I and I know so many people who think this song is utter trash. I like the shit he did with Young Thug and Justin Bieber. Maria? What was it called? Maria, I'm drunk. Oh, yeah. I, I like that that's shit. But a lot of people I talked to hated that's it. That's my favorite song on the first album. That was on the yeah, first I also one, right? Liked... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rodeo. Yeah. That was, I thought that was fire. Rodeo got, that, that's my thing. Like, Rodeo has a lot of my favorites that I, I don't think are good songs. Yeah. I gotcha. An- Antidote might be. Antidote in sicko mode might be, oh, I don't know if Future could beat um, Goosebumps. Dude, uh, Butterfly Effect? Is he beating that? <sighs> Unless he's putting out one of the, the two or three that you said. Right. I don't know. I'm taking Travis. I'm taking Travis. Yeah, I think I am too. I think this this conversation has literally convinced me to pick Travis. 12, uh, 
I'll give him 12 8. They go 20 12 Travis 8 Future. Cuz Future does have some mm. other um other features. I can't think this of them is, right now, but he has some other features. This is definitely a versus they could keep going, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh they could they could go keep this shit going to like 40 50. Maybe not maybe Travis might have a tough time. Yeah. Uh, but Travis also has features where he's uh, a standout in. You know, what was a sleeper feature was that one future had with um, Rihanna Smoke. love song. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. That was a smash. Yes. Oh my god, what was that called? I think it was called Love Something, right? Love. I think it was Love Song. Love Song. Okay. Yeah, you might be right. That was. Yeah. That was big. That was a, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. I feel like people won't respect that in the verses, but if I'm scoring myself, he might get a point for that. I mean, Travis got to come correct for that for me, because that was a hit. That was major. He had um. I don't think he was an official feature on Body Party by Sierra, but I remember, I remember he wrote for it and he sang the background on there. He got some features that are slept on. A lot of features features are slept on to me. Um, and Travis doesn't have as many features as it seems like he does. Yeah, that's the thing. That's what I was saying to begin with. Like, Future just has such a large catalog. Yeah, he does. Like, Future could pull out songs I probably don't even remember. Yeah, uh, remember Magic and Same Damn Time? Oh, I remember Same Damn Time. Those were yeah, classics yeah, yeah. for him. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. Future might sneak it out. <laughs> It'll be tough. It's gonna be tough. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Actually, if they they haven't, like I said, they haven't um, formally announced it, but I know they. This is a good um, matchup. Yeah, it's rumored. It's rumored. So it's a very good matchup. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm gonna play one of these Nick Caution songs before we get out of here. Uh, this is Bad Day with Denzel Curry. Yeah, nigga, we the pineapple under the sea in this motherfucker. You already know what the fuck it is, bitch. Goddamn, ULT Pro L shit. Nigga, fuck you. Goddamn. He's here. Boy got flow like an aqueduct. If the shit ain't real, it ain't pocket up. I got no money for the meal, now my pocket stuff. You can't smoke with the kid, man. You drop the blood. I got no more tree, no more weed, no PCP. I don't take none of that shit, B. LSD, never mind, on freeze. Bros, choke. Gold in the springtime, error in the sea. Now I catch another body, then I recline. Uh. Under my Levi's, you don't wanna see how you gon' die like a tie dog. You don't wanna beef with the beast, you a feline. Hat to the side, looking like T.I.P. So hard, make my eyes bleed. God is in my eye. Yeah, it's been a long way from the days in the past. You don't know me like that. Okay, you don't know me for the way that I go with the pain when everything might crash. You ain't never been in my shoes looking at the world. My side of the glass. When you mention in my name, there's so much for you to say. You don't know me like that. Get the fuck up out my face. I'm on some gin and juice. I'm a drowning Alice. And you could get the deuce. You won't need a band aid. And you don't want to see me on a fucking bad day. So here is what you do. Get the money, fuck a Fucking bad day. No way. Boy, boy, boy got flow like an octopus. 
up. If the shit ain't real, it ain't pocket up. You motherfuckers not real, you imposters, bro. What's your name in the search? You ain't popping up. Flex hard, feeling like Big Papa Pump. Beast Coast murder, every fucking posse cut. Yeah. I'ma, I'ma get mine, no pity. If you out of line, then you might die in my city. 10 o'clock show, get inside 950. When the shit start, need a mind split or I'm dipping. Need to get away, who the fuck am I kidding? Anywhere but here, couldn't be where I'm living. Uh, open up the pit, like your arms up, lit, no spark plug. I'ma need more love. Guess this is what a stone heart does. I'm a good guy, but just wait until I'm charged up. You don't wanna see me on a bad day. See me on a bad day. You don't wanna see me in a bad way. You don't wanna test my fuels in the gas tank. Just another clip in the ashtray. I've been over heads like Air Frank. Give a fuck what you missing. So here is what you do. Get the fuck up out my face. I'm on some gin and juice. I'm a drowning Alize. And you could get the deuce. You won't need a band-aid. And you don't wanna see me on a fucking bad day. So here is what you do. Get the money, fuck off. I'm on some gin and juice. And the motherfucking draw. And you could get the deuce. Hit your ass like they got all. And you don't wanna see me on a fucking bad day. No. That was Bad Day, Nick Caution, featuring Denzel Curry. And that song was more on uh, the Denzel side. They're not all like that, but... Uh, man, it's, it's a lot of cool stuff on that album. Um, You got anything else to talk about? Uh, definitely got to talk about the Bucks next week. <laughs> yeah. I don't like what I'm seeing. I'll just say that. No? Alright. Um, I think I'm good. We'll be back next week. Uh, hope, maybe we'll be surprised by some music this weekend. Um, One guy I champion on here all the time, Anders, releases EP. I haven't finished it yet, but sounds pretty good. Um, Yeah. We'll talk to you guys next week. Follow us on Instagram, by the way, at the No Clue Podcast on Instagram. Uh, getting that right for 2021. Um, and see you guys next week. This is yep. some nerd to take us out.
if you want to. Waking up laying an ambulance bed with something in my arm, gotta get it off. A tattoo with a line that'll read your mind, and next is your mind, I gotta get it off. The shit they spray, attack my lungs every day with a creeping decay. Want to. 